Hey again, everybody, and welcome back in to Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me, and Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? It's Roll Tide Friday, something that our fantastic athletic director, Greg Burns, started a while back and encouraged people to wear their Bama gear on Fridays, not just in season, but all all year long. And uh, I love that little thing. So I, I've kept it myself every Friday. It's like, it's Roll Tide Friday. And uh, particularly excited because uh, today I'm uh, on the, I'm en route to Tuscaloosa as people are hearing this, or I'm, or I'm leaving for Tuscaloosa later today, let's say. So very excited. Oh, cool. Well, so is that a real thing? I mean, if I just missed that, I mean, that's the thing. Oh, Roll Tide Friday? Yeah. From Greg Byrne? Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a Twitter thing. I, I think it well, probably what happened was it started like two years ago and everybody quit on it but me. So maybe I'm the only one still into this. But see, the weird thing to me is I've always done that. I and I I can't even remember when I started it, but unless I have court and, and when I do have court on Fridays, I try to wear my Bama ties. <laughs> but I I have for years on Fridays uh worn Alabama stuff. And uh and then Greg Byrne gets the job at Alabama athletic director. And, and he tweets out, Hey, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to do giveaways, uh, tweet out a picture of yourself wearing Alabama gear on roll tide Fridays and you'll win whatever. And, and he would pick a winner and they would get, you know, tickets to the tennis match or something. I mean, whatever he's giving away that, that week. And, uh, I, I, that was like two years ago. I don't, I don't know that they still do that anymore, but, uh, I'd been doing it before. I love that it was now being officially done. And uh, so I call every Friday, it's Roll Tide Friday. Okay. All right. I'm down with it. Whatever. That's where we are. We'll play the um, damn Western Carolina Catamounts tomorrow. God, I hate them so bad. I know. I've, hate, I've hated them. You know what? I, I kind of dig them. They're fine. Whatever. I looked them <laughs> up. They're not bad. They're good people. Um, are they good people? So, okay. Uh, They're Americans. You'll take, you'll take my word for that. Uh, Roll America. Okay, so, Let's uh let's go over a few predictions. This podcast will be a little shorter than normal just because I mean there there's some games this weekend. They're not great games. It's 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 SEC cupcake weekend. Um and really I think next week we can have like a big prediction show because there's there's like Ooh. games every day and all that shit. It's great. Um yeah, it is. so well let's start with the big boy, Penn State, Ohio State. Well, I've seen both these teams a couple of times and highlight tapes and know the personnel well. I, I think this is what I, where I'm going to be a little different than most. I, I was a little surprised at the line. I think the line is like 18, 18 and a half. And I think Penn State's going to keep the game a little closer than that. I'm very confident that Ohio State is going to win this game. Very confident. But I, I, I don't know that it's going to be necessarily a blowout also don't know that it's going to be really close either, but 18 is just such a big number to me. But I like Ohio State to win this game something like 35 to 21. And yeah. while that's not a blowout, um, you know, beating beating top 10 team handily. And that's how I think Ohio State's going to win the game handily, but not not in blowout fashion. If they blow, if they blow out Penn State, Luke. If they blow out Penn State, even though we have seen up close how damn good that LSU team is, I'd put Ohio State at one. If they blow out Penn State, I'm ready to put Ohio State at number one. Yeah, because I think that could also change again, assuming that uh, if if Georgia 
beats A&M and beats Georgia Tech and then LSU beats them, then LSU, uh, assuming Alabama beats Auburn, then LSU's victories would be over, you know, two teams that that uh, were, were right in the mix of the playoffs for Lord knows how long. So, and Ohio State's best win would, would be over a, a Penn State team that, you know, frankly, let's see who else Penn State. Penn State's got one more game after that. I, I can't remember who it is, but um, – yeah, I, I, but I know this. Ohio State finishes. Oh, Rutgers. We, we Sorry. Make, we, yeah, Rutgers. We, we, make, <clears throat> we make fun of the Big Ten and schedules and stuff like that. But think of this. Ohio State is ending the season with consecutive – well, three, three – they're ending the season with Penn State, Michigan, Wisconsin probably. That's, t- that's freaking tough there. Play those teams in three weeks, Penn State, Michigan – Assuming Wisconsin at the end, that's yeah, whew, that's pretty good. I mean, they get through all that undefeated. I I got no problem if Ohio State's number one ahead of LSU if they win those games and and win them impressively without backdooring their way into one of those wins. So they just win those games solidly. They're my number one, and I would put LSU at two. Yeah, yeah, but again, I think if LSU wins out, they're going to end up being one, which yeah, maybe, would be interesting. Maybe. Well, LSU's going to crush be- Arkansas by a million this week. We'll get to that a little later. But and then LSU's got a pretty good A and M team, uh, and then then Georgia, and uh, that that will be considered, I'm sure, uh, the toughest of all the uh, conference championship games. That LSU, of all the teams that are supposedly in the playoff, uh, they're playing the best team uh, in Georgia. Um. A game that you've already basically predicted, Georgia and Texas A and M. Yes, I'm, I'm, I have not changed my mind. I uh, I like A and M to pull the outright upset. Uh, I like A and M to win this game. Couple, you know, Georgia. Uh, even though they 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 played better after the South Carolina loss, I think Georgia is a team that can struggle on offense. Their offense isn't a thing of beauty. It's capable, but it's not super productive. A&M is surprisingly good on defense and getting better all the time. So I, I like A&M to keep Georgia around 17 or 20. And I think Kellamon, I know Georgia's good on defense, but uh, I think Kellamon is a dual threat quarterback that could play his best game of the year and, and, and get A&M into the mid twenties and they win the game. I, I like A&M outright to upset Georgia. Uh, that is <clears throat> some kind of call by you. Uh, you know what? I, I don't think it's crazy just because Georgia, you know, Georgia beat Auburn last week and they were up 21 nothing, but they did not look good. Um, and that game was on repeat here recently. And I was watching somebody, I was thinking, boy, they just, they don't look good. And I mean, it, it's Auburn dominated statistically. They just couldn't score. I mean, it was a lot like LSU Auburn game where LSU dominated statistically and just couldn't score. Um, Wow, I didn't know this game was this weekend. Uh, USC and UCLA. Yeah, it's weird that that's this weekend and not the next weekend. I have no explanation for that, but I'll say that USC has snuck back into the uh, playoff committee top 25. That That's interesting in terms of the national landscape because USC uh, beat uh, Utah, and that's Utah's loss, and now Utah's loss not looking that bad with USC ranked again. Uh, and or and, and USC is now Oregon's best win. So uh, interesting for the Pac-12. Um, UCLA had turned things around and was playing really well until Utah 
completely destroyed them last weekend. So I don't know what to make of UCLA. I mean, UCLA was terrible in September, good in October. Now I don't know what they are, but uh, USC has more good players. Uh, USC didn't play like shit just just a week ago. So I, I like USC to win this game, but the UCLA that we saw in October would win this game. So I'm going to go with USC just being a little bit more consistent bunch, but uh, thank goodness we, we're not forced to actually wager money on this. Yeah, I'm. that game just doesn't do a lot for me. Is that, I mean, it's the ABC 230 game and uh, blah. Um, but I'm trying to find the game that's really worth a shit. How about Oregon-Arizona State? Well, that's another game that maybe in September would have been really good because early this season, Arizona State was playing great. I'm not sure what's changed. This has not been a good Arizona State team as of late. Oregon's playing their best football of the year. There is absolutely no doubt who the better team is here and who's playing better. Just This just seems like an easy Oregon win. That said... For Alabama fans, we need to pull for Arizona State like yep. Jalen Hurts is their quarterback. I mean, somehow let's hope Herm Edwards finds some magic. In September, Arizona State was a good team. Uh, I, I'm not sure what's happened. Hopefully they can find their mojo and, and, and pull off a shocking upset because it sure would help out Alabama. could knock out two birds because what could happen is if uh, Oregon loses this game, then gets – gets it back together again, and then beats Utah in the Pac-12 championship game, now the Pac-12's out, and uh, and Alabama would have a good chance of being in the playoff. Um, I agree, and, but I – you know, and this would be the kind of game that Herm Edwards could pull off, really. Um, Oregon's not – yeah, it's at home. Oregon, and I think Arizona State – did they not beat Washington at home yeah, last I year? I think that's right. Or, yeah. They might have anyway. won this year. It's, they they had some good wins up there. Are they? They went up to uh, East Lansing and beat Michigan State. Yeah, yeah well, I mean that that means well, nothing. It's, I mean, it means nothing because we now we know Michigan State's a five hundred team. But if you you know this summer, if you're like, hey, can uh, Arizona State go up and win at East Lansing? I'd be like, no. Yeah, <laughs> but, they didn't but beat Washington did. this year because they didn't play them. But uh, okay. I think they did beat them last year, and they did go to Cal and they had some impressive early season wins. Yeah, um, they were good in September. Oklahoma TCU is moderately interesting. Um, yeah. I don't know that TCU can actually pull this off. They got that true freshman quarterback who's pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I don't think they can pull this off. Me neither. I feel about this game the exact same way I feel about Oregon and Arizona State. I mean, Oklahoma is the better team. TCU is not that good. TCU has been inconsistent. They have played good at times. Uh, they've played really bad at times. It's, it, it's at Oklahoma as well. Uh, I, I think in terms of who's who's got the better team and, and who's playing well, uh, you, you know that this is very likely to be an Oklahoma blowout. But TCU is capable. You can't rule it out, much like Arizona State. You can't rule it out. And, oh, it would so help Alabama. I know, I'm, I'm going to do a rant here. And Oh, this really frustrates me because I, I kind of looked at and sort of somewhat participated in conversations about this today on Alabama message boards. But we just have too many fans that don't understand the playoff rankings. They don't understand the playoff rankings. They they treat the playoff rankings exactly like they've treated the AP and coaches poll for decades 
when these rankings are put together completely differently. There's no such thing as moving up or moving down in the playoff rankings. You don't move up and move down because every week they crumble it all up and throw it away. They start over with a blank sheet every week in the, in the, in the playoff rankings. It's not like the AP and coaches poll where teams move up or down. There are brand new rankings every week. Now it appears, of course, from one week to the next that teams moved up and moved down, but that's not how they put together the rankings every week. They start with a blank sheet and go, okay, who's got quality wins? Who's got quality losses? Uh, who have you beat? Who have you lost to? What's your strength of schedule? The data changes every week as, as new games are played. But they start over every week. It's not moving up and moving down. The fact that Alabama is number five right now and Oklahoma is number nine, that means nothing. The week, the Sunday after championship Sunday, a brand new huge data point will be added to their information the designation of conference champions. And it says right there in their charter what they are charged to do. Their job is put together these rankings, determine the four best teams based on the following criteria. And about the first freaking thing listed is conference champions. So the fact that Alabama is a five and Oklahoma is nine today does not mean Oklahoma won't be in front of Alabama if they win the Big 12 championship. So um, that's my rant. That's a good rant. Did you know that the good people of Columbus, Ohio, want to boycott uh, game day because they feel like there's an SEC bias? So did you know dumb. that? It's, it's I did so not, dumb. I did not know that, and it's so dumb. <laughs> it is dumb. It's just dumb. I mean, I will need to hear – what this bias has produced. I mean, what, 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 okay. ESPN is biased SEC. Okay. Now, now what's the result of this bias? Uh, uh, LSU shouldn't be one. They should be 17. I mean, what, what is the bias and, and what conference is better? What conference is better? That's what I want to hear all the time. The SEC, what conference is better? I guess the big 10 will tell you, Oh, the big 10 better. I'll tell you this. The big 10 really good. If anyone's better than the SEC, it's the Big Ten. I might even go so far as say the Big Ten is almost or maybe as good as the SEC depth-wise. But uh, it's just crazy to me that these conversations even happen. I mean, what other league is definitely better? I mean, that's crazy. It's so stupid. Um, I, I get so irritated with shit like that. I mean, I, I guess I'm just getting older. I used to make fun of it. or I just get so irritated. So um, all right. So we've come to – Alabama, Western Carolina, and I mean, we know what the prediction is going to be. I mean, I'm I'm going 65 nothing. So, I mean, fill in the blanks where you want to. I suspect we will get Mac Jones for. I it, I hope Mac Jones plays into the third, even if it were just destroying them. He needs the reps, um, but I also su- suspect we will see a good bit of Talia Tungavailoa. Uh, for those who are worried about running his red shirt, that ship has sailed. We now need Doesn't a matter. bona fide backup. And um, he, he needs the reps. I am fine if Najee Harris and our uh, triumvirate plus one of talented receivers don't play a ton. I'm fine with yeah. that. I'm also fine if they do. I, I mean, you know, I, whatever Saban wants to do here, I don't want Saban to get 
so gun shy because of Tua that he gets out of character. It, what, what I would be worried about is it's like if you get out of a rocky relationship and then you meet somebody great, but you're scared to commit to him because of some old shit that's happened that has nothing to do with her. That's kind of on you. I mean, nobody else that we've talked about has an injury history. I mean, Najee Harris gets nicked up, but frankly, he's played as well as we've ever seen him play these last four games. No doubt. And so he's on a roll, so let's keep him on a roll. Uh, here's the score. I'm going to work off a couple of assumptions. I think Alabama's going to score on some really big passing plays in the first quarter. I think Mac's going to come out, and we're going to want to give Mac some work, and, 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 and that means throwing the ball. And I think Western Carolina is going to have a tough time covering four, six, and 11 and 17. They're going to have a hard time with that. And I think Alabama is going to score on multiple long distance plays or short plays that turn into long distance plays because of that. And, and they're going to get up really big early. And then it will come time to take air out of the football because Nick's not interested in beating a division one uh, AA team by 80 points. And Nick will take the air out of the football put in Talia, who's going to probably throw no more than two or three balls. And, and the entire second half, if not some of the second quarter, is going. that's when Najee's going to get his work. That's when B-Rob will get his carries. I suspect we see Keelan, even Jerome Ford in this one, uh, as Alabama runs out clock and, and, and will probably end the game with Chad Townsend at running back and Talia handing him the ball, maybe even get a glimpse of Paul Tyson uh, because we can play him. A snap or two and uh, – you know, and, and it wouldn't affect his red shirt. So that that's what I think we're going to see. What does it all add up to? I, I'm I'm going to go 49. I'm going to go 49 nothing. Uh, but uh, with Alabama sitting a lot of guys, uh, we could see us having a bust or two on defense, playing so many young guys uh, on on defense in the second half. I could see Alabama having a bust or two in Western Carolina getting free, uh, but I don't think that will happen. I think Alabama wins this game. 49 to zero. So we agree we shut them out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think that's most likely what's going to happen. Like, again, we, as we talked about it on the podcast yesterday, uh, Western Carolina is so bad, they don't even qualify as a cupcake. I say pedophore, you say cornbread with real cheap <laughs> icing, you know, and that's that. And so, and, and I don't think Saban's going to run up the score. I don't think Saban's going to run up the score. As much as we'd like to see Mac throw it around, I think he's going to throw it around until it's about 35 nothing in the second quarter, and then it's yeah. going to be all right. It's Talia time, and then Alabama only scores a couple of touchdowns from that point because all they're going to do is just run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Now, well, I hope that if Talia does come in, they let him throw. He needs the work, too. He, he does. He, he does. And, and, again, I'm not trying to embarrass Western Carolina. We're trying to prepare our team to go beat Auburn. And And, and first and foremost, I should have said, the goal this weekend, other than winning the game, other than winning the game, the goal needs to be let's somehow get to Auburn as healthy as possible. And that means no additional injuries to key personnel in this game. And I, I, I think, you know, Nick, <laughs> obviously it's been in the news. Nick Nick says I can't coach the team uh, in, in a manner because I'm just worried about injuries. And, and I don't think he'll do that. But if he's ever cognizant of it, it's this week because he knows that the season is going to boil down to Auburn and we need to be as healthy as possible. So I do think we'll see a lot of backups and uh, pretty cool senior day. So few seniors, uh, but before the game, the seniors will be honored. I think there's eight of them. Uh, I can name them. Uh, Womack, Giles Amos, 
Raekwon Davis, Tavita Musica, uh, Anthony Jennings, Shaq Carter, Trayvon Diggs, and Jared Maiden. Those are the eight Alabama uh, scholarship seniors. Uh, and uh, before the game, and uh, I really like that. Every it's one of my favorite, one of my favorite things of the season. Yeah, it is. It is pretty cool. Um, all right, so you got our predictions. Go lay your money down if you can find a spread on this game somewhere. Is what we say, folks. I bet uh, my forty-nine nothing is probably. I mean, you said ten million to nothing. Um, I said sixty-five but, nothing, and I bet the spread sixty-three. <laughs> I would bet I, if could. there's a spread, it's in the fifties. Oh, easy. You know, our, you know, I took um, my little office pool game that I play on. LSU's favored by forty-eight over Arkansas. I took Arkansas. You know, because I'm like, doesn't this mean if Arkansas finds ten points, LSU's got to score fifty-eight to tie? I mean, yeah, to push. Yeah, yeah. I took Arkansas, and I'm with I, you on that. yeah, all right. I'm with you on that. That's it for the week, and uh, happy uh, Roll Tide Friday, everybody. And we'll be back with the podcast every day even during the holidays, as we encourage everyone to listen to Locked on Bama around your family Thanksgiving uh, so you can uh, hear about the Alabama-Auburn game and our fart stories like yesterday. And, and you can explain to the children what all these four-letter words were saying. So, how about that? Uh, Bama. That's your, there's your four. We're locked on Bama. We're locked on a four-letter word. All right. Roll Tide, everybody. Roll Tide.